There is a wonderful Greek word, megalunai. It means to magnify. It means to take something and to expand it, to, to develop it, and to make it great. Have you ever done that in your life? Have you, have you ever magnified something? Perhaps an idea or a product at work. A talent you were given by God to, to draw, to play tennis, to teach algebra. Maybe you magnify a, a, a house or a vegetable garden a child or a relationship, you took something and you expanded it and and you developed it and you made it great, then you know what it means to make alunoi. We are now in the season of Advent. A word we mentioned is derived from two Latin words, ad and venere, and it means to arrive. Those, those same two words appear in a more common form today as adventure. In these Sundays leading up to Christmas morning, we have been paying close attention to, to Mary's advent, her adventure. Our first Sunday, we heard the angel Gabriel say, Fobu not, Mary, do, do not be afraid. As you embark on this adventure, for you walk with God. Last Sunday, we reflected on how setting aside those fears inspired Mary to take this remarkable journey, approximately a hundred miles from her town of Nazareth to a hill town in, in Judah to see her cousin Elizabeth. We spoke of how in the Christian tradition, a journey like that is often where we come to discover our true identity. We find our faith in God in such a journey. That journey could be near. It could be far. It could be inward. It could be outward. At the end of her journey, Mary's cousin says to her, Blessed is she who has believed. Which brings us to what happens next. Namely, after Elizabeth takes note of that faith glimmering in Mary's eyes, Mary responds with this. My soul, my alunoi, the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Now, Christian tradition has framed Mary's response to Elizabeth as a song. We call it the Magnificat, which draws from the Greek word in our text, Magalunai. But it's fascinating to note Luke doesn't actually say that Mary sings these words. Rather that she says, my soul, Magalunai, the Lord. So from where did this idea emerge that this is a sung response to Elizabeth. Most scholars suggest it emerged from a woman named Hannah who lived hundreds of years before Mary. And she desperately longed for a child. She prayed to God for 
for hope to be realized. And when it was, when Hannah became pregnant, she sang, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My life is exalted in the Lord. Scholars suggest Mary likely knew Hannah's song. And with this miraculous life now inside of her, Mary compared her life and her situation to Hannah. And just as you and I remember and sing along with songs that have inspired us in our past, hymns and ballads and pop songs, at that moment, pregnant Mary couldn't help but sing along with Hannah's with one significant change. While Hannah sang that she rejoiced in God, Mary added that she longed to magnify God. Mark Davis is a pastor and biblical scholar and makes this fascinating observation. He notes how this verse suggests that God is an object affected by Mary's actions. Mary magnified. It's an active verb, and God is magnified as a result. What Mary is saying in Luke 1.46, in other words, is that her, her very soul is seeking to take something, namely the child inside of her, her, her very life, and to expand it, to develop it, to make it great, and by so doing, magnify God. I wonder, is there a time in your life when your soul has sought to expand, to develop, and to magnify God's presence in the world or to see Advent, the adventure of our journey to Bethlehem, through Mary's eyes, is to reflect on that question. Does our life, our soul, seek to magnify God? Or not so much? Which brings us to the composer of the stirring piece of music we are so about to enjoy. A journalist once wrote, to an extraordinary degree, Camille Saint-Saëns mastered every field of endeavor to which he turned his eclectic mind. In addition to being a virtuoso pianist and organist, he was a conductor, a playwright, a poet, a philosopher who wrote on science and mathematics, astronomy, he composed nearly 400 works, 10 concertos, 5 symphonies, 29 chamber works, half dozen stage plays, dozens of religious choral works. This week I thought Camille Saint-Saëns was a living embodiment of our Greek word. To magnify. He apparently saw life as offering one 
opportunity after another to take something and to expand it and to develop it and to make it great. In 1958, the church, the Madeleine in Paris, commissioned him, he was then 23, to write an oratorio for that Christmas celebration. He wrote it from December 4 to December 15. This remarkable piece and a delight to be performed by our music staff, our choir, and instrumentalists. If you turn to your bulletin insert, you'll find the order of service of the Oratorio de Noel. And on the back page of that insert, halfway down or so, you'll find what's called the trio. It's considered by our own Julia Brown and many others to be one of the inspiring moments what you are about to hear. And there we will hear Mary's words sung aloud. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit has rejoiced in God. May we all, I pray, come to that place where we can join our voices with Hannah's and with Mary's. Together we seek to magnify the Lord with our soul. For that is both the revelation and the invitation of this third Sunday of Advent. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 